paz de Cristo. Praise the Lord, body of Christ. It is 5.51 a.m. It is Friday morning. And I woke up this morning. Have you ever woke up and you probably slept with your mouth open? And you wake up and you're smacking your lips because they're so dry. And the first thing you want to do is just get to a glass of water or a bottle of water. Amen. And as I'm waking up and I'm getting ready and I'm praying and I'm I'm thanking the Lord for the day and I'm asking Him for forgiveness of sins and thanking Him for my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life and thanking Him for salvation and praying for my wife and my children and myself and for my neighboring brothers and sisters in Christ and for my neighbors... I'm thirsty. I'm still feeling thirsty. I'm still feeling parched. So I go to the kitchen and I grab a bottle of water. And this scripture pops into my head. Now I'm going to be reading from the book of John, chapter 4. Verse 10, Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, you would, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Verse 11, The woman said to him, Sir, You have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as well as his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water that I may not thirst nor come here to draw. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we give you the honor and we give you the glory, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for this word. Thank you, Father, for this word that you are about to impart to me. To those listeners in Germany, in Iraq, in the United States, wherever this word goes, Lord, we give you the, the glory and the honor, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. See, the Bible says, if you read back at John chapter 4, 
verse 3, it says, He, Jesus, left Judea and departed to Galilee. Verse 4 is very interesting because it sets the premise for the story that we need to hear. Verse 4 says, But he needed to go through Samaria. He needed to go through Samaria. How many say amen? You see, Jesus knows when you are thirsty. He knows when we are in need of something to drink. He knows when we are spiritually parched. You see, the Bible does not mention that this word that we just finished reading, the Bible doesn't mention that this water is for the natural body, for the natural state. No, it's, he says, this fountain of water will spring up into him in everlasting life. You see, it's talking about a spiritual condition. How many of us have been so thirsty for Christ and we felt so dry on the inside and we felt so, you know, when there's lack of water in the skin, the skin will crack. When there's lack of water on the earth, the earth will start to crack because it has no moisture. It has no moisture content in the land. So the land is just sun parched. It's sun baked and the land starts to break apart. Because the water holds the land together with the moisture. It, 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 it makes it gel together. Same thing in the body. If we don't drink plenty of water, our skin starts to become cracked. It starts to become, we need that, we need that start wearing more lotion than usual. Same thing happens with the spiritual life. We're thirsty, yet we don't know why we're so thirsty. Have you ever been so thirsty and you've drank in a pop? You've drank in coffee? You've drank in milk? You've drank in juice? And it just don't seem to quench your thirst. But have you ever been also so thirsty that you went to the faucet and you drew a glass of water? Or you went to your wherever you store your... 24 packs of water and you pulled out a bottle of water and you proceeded to open that water and drink it you found that the water quenches your thirst it may not be flavorful it may not have all that exciting flavor that a pop can does or that juice does or that Powerade does or that or what Gatorade does but if you notice water always quenches those who are thirsty always Jesus is the water that you are so thirsty for I praise God I feel the presence of the Lord right there Jesus is the water that we are so thirsty for and if we read the story of this woman Jesus waits for her at the well 
Now we understand why he needed to go through Samaria. He needed, he needed to quench her thirst. You say, God is so busy. How could he care about me? Out of billions of people on the earth, why would he care about me? Jesus needs to get to you. That's how important you are. Praise the Lord. I don't know if you can feel this, but I can feel the presence of the Almighty right now as I speak this word. Somebody right now needs to know that Jesus needs you. And that all you needed was a fresh glass of spiritual water. The woman from Samaria comes to draw water and Jesus is sitting at the well. Look at this story. The living well is sitting by the natural well. Water meets water. And Jesus says to her, give me something to drink. See, his disciples had gone away. They had gone to buy him food. And she says, how are you being a Jewish man? Ask me to drink. I am a Samaritan woman. For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. You see, back then the Jews and the Samaritans didn't agree. They were actually cousins. Jesus answered her and said to her, If you knew the gift of God, remember, Jesus is the gift. Salvation is a gift. See, she's talking about natural things. And Jesus is talking about spiritual things. If you knew the gift of God and who it is that says to you, Give me the drink. You would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. She's talking about natural water. He's talking about the gift of salvation, which is water to the spiritually thirsty. And then Jesus gets to the nitty gritty. The woman says, Sir, give me this water that I may not thirst nor come here no more. Jesus gets to the problem that she was thirsty for. You see, it was about the middle of the day. And women would go and get water in the morning. And then the the women would get water at in the evening, in the morning to prepare for their husband's showers and the children's showers and the meals and the cook and the wash. They do it again in the evening. All the women went together to prepare for the evening meal to cook and to wash. These women would not come in the middle of the day. They would only come in the middle of the day if something was wrong. If they were the talk of the town if they had leprosy nobody wanted to be around them so they'd go at times to the well when nobody was around 
So here she comes in the middle of the day. And that's a big question mark right there. Why is she coming in the middle of the day? She should have been here in the morning. We get to the answer. Jesus says to her, go and call your husband and come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you, well, you have well said, I have no husband. For you have had five husbands. And the one whom you are now with is, is not your husband in that you spoke truly. So she's been with six men. The women at the well wouldn't want to be with her because she was potentially a homewrecker. She was potentially looking for something and never found it. She was looking for acceptance. She was looking for love, physical love. And she couldn't find it in these five men. You see, she was thirsty, but she didn't know what she was thirsty for. See, the Bible is telling you her backstory. She was thirsty. She thought she'd find love with this man. No, this man, no, this man, no. Six times over, no. But what she needed, she needed to, inc- she needed to encounter only one more man. And that was Jesus Christ. He knew that she was thirsty. And he gives her water to drink. She says, I know that the Messiah is coming, who is called the Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. And Jesus says to her, I who speak to you am he. She was looking for the Messiah. She was thirsty for the Christ. And Jesus says, I am he. Look at verse 28. The woman then left her water pot, went her way into the city and said to the men, come and see a man who told me all things I ever did. Could this be the Christ? Then they went out in the city and came to him. And in the meantime, his disciples urged him, saying, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have a food to eat of which you do not know. She leaves her watering pot and goes in the city and starts to give her testimony that she has encountered the Messiah. And the people of that city start to get saved over the testimony of one woman and many of the Samaritans of that city believed in him because of the word of the woman who testified he told me all that I ever did are you thirsty your thirst can transform into your salvation for Christ you've been thirsty all your life you just didn't know that you are thirsty for Christ. You've tried to quench your thirst in drugs. You've tried to quench your thirst in men, in women, in alcohol, in vices. You tried to, to thirst your your to quench your thirst 
in things that never quite quenched it until you try Jesus Christ he is the ultimate thirst quencher I want to pray with you this morning I know this podcast might have been a little longer but somebody needs to hear it Father in the name of Jesus I pray Lord just as the Samaritan woman who went to the well to draw water not knowing that that day would change her life I pray that this word, Lord, would reach one person. If it just reaches one person, Lord, it would change their life. The Bible said, blessed are those that are hungry and thirst after righteousness, for they will be quenched. The Bible doesn't say, blessed are those that are just hungry of natural hunger and thirst of natural thirst. No, it's talking about righteousness. It's talking about spiritual thirst, Lord. I pray that all those brothers and sisters in the world right now that are going to listen to this podcast, and they are so thirsty for you, Lord, that they would bow their heads and they would raise their hands and say, Lord, give me that living water, Lord, that I may drink it, and that from the inner depths of my inner stomach, Lord, rivers of living water would flow, Lord. That is your accomplishment, Lord. That's what we need to accomplish. We need to take in the living water and let it flow to somebody else who might be so dry, who might be so cracked, who might be so parched, Lord, that they are on their last leg. And I pray that in the name of Jesus, Lord, your people would receive your word, Lord. Thy word of God says that my word shall come out of my mouth and proceed its, complete its goal of which it's come out. It will not return void. I pray that this word doesn't fall on dead ears, that it falls on thirsty ears in Jesus' name. And all of God's people said, say with me, one, two, three, amen.